0: Hello everyone. Welcome back. Wow. It feels good to say that. If you don't know, we took a break. We, our last episode that we recorded, we said that we were going to be gone for a month and it's been several months now, but to be honest, we needed it. We really needed it individually and collectively for this podcast uh, to just get a little bit clearer on, on what we're creating, why we're showing up, and, and really who we are as individuals. If you are new here, welcome to the Caring Connected Conversations podcast. My name is Sydney. I am one of your co-hosts, and Angie, my best friend, is my other co-host for the podcast. Hello, Angie. How's it going? Hey, hey, I am doing quite well today. How are you doing, Sid? I am doing really well. I'm really excited because it's been a long time since we've sat down and had a conversation like this, Mm -hmm. and not just for the podcast, but also personally, right? When we took a break from the podcast, it's not that we took a break from our friendship, but we really got busy with our own things and our own lives. And I'm excited to jump back in. Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power.
1: I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone.
0: We're constantly learning from each other, while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life.
1: We want to inspire and empower you to love your
0: life. So get
1: ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between.
0: Let's get connecting. So for those of you that have been following along with our journey for a while now, we're coming back with a fresh energy, with fresh mindsets and with a fresh perspective, like I said, on what we're creating with this podcast. So our structure is going to shift a little bit from maybe what you've known in our original episodes. Today, we are starting off with a check-in episode, and it's going to be all about Angie. And I'm really excited because Angie's picked the topic that she wants to check us in on, and I know nothing about what has gone on in her life in this aspect. So I'm really excited to jump into this conversation. We are talking all about Angie's perception of why the inner work is important before, during, and after a relationship. Woo! That is a powerful topic. We all know I love the inner work and I know you do as well, Ange. So yes. let's jump right in. I, I want to kind of just start off. I've got I've got some questions that I want to ask you, Ange, but I want I want you to maybe just like give a little bit of a background or yeah. Do you want me to ask a question or do you want to just jump right in?
1: Yeah, you know what? I think let's jump right in. And then I think it would be a good time to ask your first question, just because this is going to be a little bit of a a different episode. One that um, I guess we kind of did this in the past, but this is one in specific where um, I did a video of myself and it was about a good 30 minute video. I'm going to be uploading this um, as a separate episode on our YouTube channel. So, I'm not going to talk necessarily about the video because I I do want to talk mainly about the points I want to talk about, like how you highlighted the importance of the inner work before, during, and after relationship. But I also want to put this video up just for anybody else that wants to know a little bit more about my life, what I've kind of gone through. I know, Sid, you do know most of it because we are BFFs. (laughs) So it's not like that part of my life is completely unknown to you, but there are some extra things that I did talk about. So if you do catch me kind of, short phrasing it and just saying hey i'm going to reference a video it's not because i don't want to answer your question it's because i do fully explain it in the video so i just kind of want to preface that um but yeah so i took the so the whole point of why i even decided to take this video was for the past um oh my god well more than 10 months No, yeah, let's call it 10 months so from september all the way up until june i took a new position where i was in management now since we stopped recording our podcast there's been some major life changes going on one of them being is I quit that job I completely cut ties with it so that part of my life is no longer and and also I didn't talk about this more so in the video but I think it's kind of important for me to preface it just based off of what we're going to talk about today um earlier on uh before we left the podcast there i was seeing this guy and i've also since then cut ties with him um we'll talk about more about this later if you have questions on it like i'm happy to answer it because this is not something that we've we've spoken about because i've been anticipating this conversation um so yeah that's That's kind of the preface of where I want this conversation to go. So I'm hoping that kind of makes sense. And then that being said, Sid, is there maybe like a question you want to like start off the bat with then?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that that's really good to understand that, you know, this topic that you've chosen, it it includes kind of your journey through having that job and leaving that job. And it also includes the journey of having been in some sort of relationship and now having left that relationship. So Mm -hmm. I think the first question that I have, I'm I'm hoping it really kind of gets the ball rolling, um, is what was the aha moment for you? And, and if it wasn't a moment, maybe it was a sequence of events, but what was the moment where you really went, Oh my gosh, the inner work, like this is important. Like, was there something that happened to you or yeah. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. So it's interesting. Cause like, the the point of today's
1: conversation is the perception on why the inner work is important before, during, and after relationship. Now I don't want to limit this just to a a loving relationship. I would like Mm -hmm. to kind of extend it into like a working relationship with coworkers and stuff, because I think your question really does highlight the importance of it all. Um, So no, there wasn't a specific moment, but there was definitely sequences over time and um i did not go in depth in this in the video so I'm, I'm happy to go in depth now but well not too in depth anyways um but in regards of the guy that i was seeing they're as euphoric and as beautiful as it was there were there was just something missing and i can never put my finger on it but you know what kept happening is sequence of events that was like hey this is probably not made for you hey you need to pull back a little bit hey stop doing this stop forcing and I didn't really catch on to it until after I quit my job because now talking about the importance of inner work um in relation to my job well for those 10 months that I was in management guess what I did I I hate to admit it but it I I have to admit it now. I stopped. I stopped doing the inner work. I stopped doing it so consecutively. I stopped doing it so second naturely. Like I just did it in my hard moments. I didn't do it in my good moments. I didn't do it in the moments in between. I would only do it in my hard moments. And then I kept feeling this weird disconnect in My job. And I was like, what's going on? And then it's transpiring into my relationship. And then that relationship is transpiring into my job. So it kind of like bled into all these different aspects. And I'm like, hey, this is not okay. So it's been a sequence of events specifically at work. And it was a sequence of events specifically in the relationship. Now, where I started noticing like exactly what it was, was when I cut ties with one of them. And the first one that I cut ties Mm -hmm. with, was with my job. I said, you know what? It got to a certain point where even my family was asking me to like hang out and do things. I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time. And I'm like, that's so stupid. How can I not have time to do the one thing that I want to do the most? And that's to spend time with my family. And Mm -hmm. now like work is completely over consuming my life in the sense that now I don't have time for my own parents. Like that's not okay. So when it started to become a lot more like that, that's when I realized like, okay, enough is enough and I need to do something that's actually going to benefit me. And this is no longer benefiting me. Yeah. So I, I cut ties with that. And then it wasn't until that part of my life kind of settled down. I had a lot of family oriented things like right after I quit my job, don't get me wrong. But then it kind of made me realize, okay, like in the sequence of events of things that weren't going super well in the relationship, I was kind of, in a sense, denying it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I had my old suppressive behaviors come up and the suppressive behaviors that came up. It's not that the relationship was bad by any means, like physically, emotionally or anything like that. It was more just actually what was going on. And actually what was going on was I started to lose myself in the relationship. Not as much as I was before, but to the point where I was recognizing, hey, I am not in alignment. And it was so crystal clear when I quit my job because I had so much more time to see where the in alignment was. So I I needed to pull myself back from a place of, hey, I need to recenter myself, even though like I'm, as you, I'm sure you guys all know, working is is needed, right? We need money to survive, but at what cost? And if it oh. was creating so much of a disconnect from me personally as a human being, then like, who am I if I'm not even focusing on, on myself? So yeah, it wasn't a specific moment. It was just like multiple things in time where finally I was like, okay, I've realized what is going on. So I'm going to start cutting energetic ties like physically and then energetically um, as fast as I
0: can. So right. I love that so much. Cause I think it really explains kind of the, the, the feeling that we get when there is an aha moment or a breakthrough. And it's sometimes it is something has happened where it mm-hmm. like awakens us, but sometimes it's a sequence of events And we get to that aha moment and really what that aha moment is finally connecting the dots on all of those sequence of events. And while you were talking, it really had like so many kind of thoughts kind of sparked up. And the first thing that I thought was a saying that you say all the time, how you do one thing is how you do all things. Mm -hmm. And at the end there, you said you lost yourself in the relationship and maybe not so much as what you've experienced in past relationships. And first of all, I want to say that I think it's great how you're saying relationship is not just a romantic relationship. It's any sort of relationship. And so that's kind of what I'm implying when I say the word relationship as well. But what you said, like, cause I saw you in your work relationship and I could tell that you lost yourself in that space. Like mm-hmm. your light was diminished and your work really took over everything. And I think through this entire experience, I mean, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but from what I can see and reflecting my own experiences into this situation, it's really that reminder of, you know, what do we want to prioritize in our lives? You know, Mm -hmm. what is important to us? What are our values? And are we taking the time to prioritize those values, right? For you, when you started your personal growth journey, it was a huge part of your life. And it was really important to you. And you found in different phases, you know, how to balance it with other things. It's not like it was the only part of your life. So all of a sudden, When you don't have time or energy for the inner work, you start to lose yourself. Because I believe the inner work is how you stay connected to yourself, right? Moving through life, we're constantly taking on more information from the world around us. And we're creating opinions based on the information But we really need to take a step back every once in a while and reflect like, has the information that I've taken on, does it actually resonate with me? Do I actually want to move forward with this? Am I making opinions and forming opinions based on this information because I feel pressured to, because I feel forced to, or because it actually aligns with my values. So Mm -hmm. I want to say thank you for really giving, uh, an explanation of how you came to that realization of, man, the inner work is important before, during, and after a relationship. And I think usually it's after a relationship that ends again, not just romantic, but friendship, family, Mm -hmm. uh, a working relationship. Those are the moments where we're given more time and space to actually check in with ourselves and say like, who have I become and who do I want to continue to become? So and I
1: think I think you hit the nail, sorry to interrupt, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you said I was not prioritizing my values because bottom line, I, I was not, I was not. I got so quickly into autopilot because what happens in our everyday society is it's like we're bred to work, right? It's not like we're living to work, we're working to live. Because most of us in society, we do have it backwards. So by me not focusing and prioritizing my values and more specifically in this regard, doing the inner work, what was I doing? I was losing myself to things outside of me, like my work, like my relationship. So I was no I was no longer a priority. But mm-hmm. if, if I don't put myself as a priority, when I get run down, well, who's going to show up for me? Uh, mm-hmm. No one. Because <laughs> there's no one to run that. So that's why it's important to ask yourself those questions. Like, is this still in line with where I'm wanting to go? Because if, if we don't remind ourselves of those questions and specifically more for me, because that's where my values are lying, it's important for me to do the inner work to create intentionality in my life without intentionality, then you just become autopilot. And it's just Like a repeat routine over and over. Now, all of a sudden, like a year's gone by and you're like, where'd the year go? Well, how intentional were you? I wasn't. I was focused on work. Like, well, there you go. You were just busy to do things. And here I am now out of it all. And I'm like, what just happened?
0: (laughs) Yes, that's so good. So I want to ask you that because like I have a question that's kind of a two part question, but mm-hmm. I feel like you've already answered the first part, which is how have you fallen off track? And I think that that that's really clear that like something, a, a new experience or something came up in your life and it just, um, it, it, it took over and, and maybe yeah. there's an, a deeper answer there that you want that you want to get into like how how it all happened, or how you perceive it to have happened. But I really want to know the answer to the second part of the question. And it's, how are you wanting to support yourself going forward? Like from mm-hmm. what you've learned around your perception of why the inner work is important before, during, and after a relationship, and taking what you've learned, what does that look like for you moving forward? I think the importance of
1: during a relationship is, is really what is sticking to me because Mm. before let's call this the working relationship, before I got into my working relationship, I was doing all the inner work. Yeah. After my working relationship, I was doing all the inner work. What Mm. happened in the middle of it where I lost myself, I wasn't doing anything. So it's important to continue on with the, the inner work no matter what phase of your life is. And it, it essentially should always be a during, like no matter where you're at, it, it should be in the middle of, of during, right? It's never a before or after. It's always a during because it's ongoing. Mm. So I think for me, um, where I'm going to be applying this moving forward is getting back into my goddess days. It might not look the same as what it did before in the past, which was a like a whole Wednesday. I had the whole day outlined to myself, but it might look a little bit different. And I know we were talking earlier. Um, this is like probably episode, somewhere between episode 110 to 114, whatever we got, we got up to. um, And that was talking about the routines, like getting that loose routine. So I think now it's getting myself back into that loose routine in, in a way that does actually benefit me and fulfills me because mm-hmm. I got so used of adjusting my routine to the things that were going on in my lifestyle rather than choosing to make My routine a priority, and then figuring out what I need to do in the meantime.
0: Mm, Yeah, that I really like kind of how you said that. That the the during is really where it got lost, and for you, it's really about setting up some sort of routine. And when the way that I see a routine is is really that that accountability space. Yes, right. We we don't just create a routine because it's what feels good. We create a routine because these things are not habit yet. It's not an instinctual behavior to just do these things. So creating it as a routine is what keeps you accountable in focusing on something that's important to you. Right. So I love that. I'm Sorry, Go before
1: ahead. you do, because you, you brought in accountability and I was like, ding, ding, ding. That was <laughs> literally the main purpose as to why I created that that video that I'm going to be, um, that we'll be uploading as a, a bonus episode. And I wanted to create this, this video for myself, but I also realized I, I would like to share this video because so many times than not, we don't know how, or we just don't hold ourselves accountable. And the reason why I made this video was because I was at a place in my life, and I, I still kind of am, which is totally fine, where I'm confused. I just don't know kind of what my next move is. I cut ties energetically and, and physically with my job and the person that I was seeing. But I needed something to hold me accountable for. And the reason why I'm or, or how I'm holding myself accountable now is... Um, I don't even think I did tell you this, Sid, but I, I have a new counselor. So I have a new counselor signed to me for an entire year. I'm so excited. Um, and that whole purpose of why I have that counselor is to hold me accountable. So the video was like the starting point of my accountability um journey. So I just I kind of want to preface that too because that was a real big reason as to why I made this video and then obviously I talked in specifics of why I wanted that video to
0: hold me accountable in when you actually go back and see it. Yeah. And I think that that's really great kind of how you explained that having a new counselor and having that that set up for the next year for you is is part of your accountability. I think that's huge for uh, all of us to remember. The inner work is Hard. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It can be simple, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. And I think one of the main reasons why the inner work is so hard is because we're having to be very vulnerable with ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? One of the things that you said in your uh, romantic relationship, I'm pretty sure you said this, was that you were avoiding. Right. You were like denying those like inner knowings, that inkling, that like feeling that something was off. And I think often when we feel that something's off, but we can't exactly pinpoint what it is, a huge reason why we avoid it or deny it is because, like you said, we've been built in a society that is very masculine dominated not like man versus women i mean masculine the energy which is the hustle like i got to do i got to take action right you said we 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 live to work right and that's kind of this like social construct that we carry and so in that we fear being vulnerable and we fear um we fear Trusting our intuition when there's no logic to back it up, right? Masculine energy is very much based off of logic. And this is the reasoning as to why I'm making this decision. So when our intuition or that gut knowing is like, oh, something's off, but we can't totally explain why it's off, we've been bred to not trust it and to be like, oh, well, I don't have a reason, I can't explain it. So I'm just going to ignore that and keep moving forward, right? And so having an accountability partner, whether that's a counselor, whether that's a best friend, whether that's your family, whether that's some some sort of supportive community, a, a mentor, whatever, a coach, I think it's really, really helpful for us because what it does is it creates a safe space for us to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and for us to work through what we're feeling and for us to better understand why we're feeling what we're feeling.
1: Oh, absolutely. And one thing you, you said earlier, which kind of really like, I don't know, it it hit home because I saw something similar to this uh, not too long ago. And it was this idea of, you know, when your gut's trying to tell you something and something feels off for women, we, are most likely to ignore that feeling. And it's, it's almost like, because we need factual proof as to why we need to ignore it. Hear me out for a second, because when someone brought this up, I, my mind was like, that's so true. Okay, so you know when there's like a guy, okay? It's a man. He's in the middle of a business deal. He's doing all his things. And then all of a sudden, he just decides to no longer go with the deal. So then the other guy asked him and he's like, okay, man, why did you decide not to go that deal? I don't know, man. Something was up. Something fell a little off. Well, guess what that other man's going to do? You know what? Good for you. That's awesome. You listened to yourself. You you did all the right things. Yet you ask a woman, well, why are you no longer in the relationship anymore? Well, I just, something didn't feel right. Yeah, but like, what did he do? What was wrong? Like, it's like, we need for women, we need to have concrete proof as to why things aren't the way that it is. But for guys, it's okay
0: for them to use their intuition. Like, what? <laughs> This hits home for me because I was writing a blog late last night and it's full moon when we're recording this. And so full moon always like heightens and amplifies energy. And so I wrote the blog and I was excited to write it. But then after I finished it, I was like doubting myself and I was like lying in bed and I was like, I just feel like something was off. I don't know. And I had to like work through it. So I didn't like fall asleep doubting myself and carrying insecurities. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because The blog is about the wounded feminine energy. And what you just (laughs) said literally explains like one of the telltale signs that you have wounded feminine energy. And the reason why as women, we tend to ignore our gut feeling Mm -hmm. is because we have self-esteem issues. We don't Mm -hmm. trust ourselves. We're insecure. We're not confident in our ability to make decisions and, and there's many different reasons why we have self-esteem issues, but for a man who trusts his intuition and trusts his gut, it's because he's confident in, his, in himself. It's because he's, he's confident in the way that he feels. And he might not even say that it's his intuition. Like he might not even like a lot of people are going to say, oh, that's woo woo. But I am the spiritual mentor. I'm the one who believes in intuition. I'm the one who teaches my clients how to trust their intuition, how to know what their intuition is saying. So I just, oh my gosh, that just was like, I needed to hear that. So thank you, Angie, for saying it. Because <laughs> that's a sign from the universe. I pulled a card this morning for myself and it said the signs will show up in different ways for you. And so there you go through conversation, as simple okay. as that, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's why having these kinds of connected conversations is so empowering is because and this happened in, in a uh, I'm I have a, a group program that I'm running right now. And it happened in the group call the other night where one person says something like they have this idea and they're like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm being called to say. And it triggers the other people, not in a bad way. It triggers your own soul wisdom. It, mm-hmm. it, it awakens this knowing within you. So having these kinds of conversations is so empowering because it allows us to see things from a new perspective and it helps us to connect dots in our own lives. So I want to kind of ask you, I have two questions and I can't decide which one to ask you. So I'm going to put them both to you and I you love can it. <laughs> which one you want to add, which one you want to <laughs> answer. And if you want to answer both, then great. Um, so the first question is why do you think inner work is important? And the second question is, how has this, like this topic, your perception of inner work, how has this whole experience changed your life?
1: Wow. Dang, you're going to make it hard, eh, to finish. <laughs> I know, that's what I said. I can't choose. Okay, well... I'm going to answer both of them, but one is going to be a short answer because how it changed my life. I'm just going to say, go see that video because I really, yeah, little big teaser, because um, I'm sure you've heard me say this before in terms of how it's changed my life, but the expression, I'm just going to leave it here. Everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. that right there is how it has changed my life that state that saying alone. Um, but yeah,
0: check out that video. Cause that is really how it has changed my life. Um, before you jump into the second yep. question, I just want to confirm is, are we, is that going to be on YouTube or are we going to, is it going to be available on Spotify as a bonus episode?
1: Oh yes. Thank you for clarifying that. So that is only going to be on YouTube. Okay. As of now, it's only going to be on YouTube. It may come up on Spotify. Um, but I, I doubt it. So okay. it's yeah, just on YouTube. Check out the um, link
0: in the description for our YouTube channel.
1: Yes. I love it. Just <laughs> follow that in there.
0: <laughs> just so people so know good. where to find it. No, I'm, you're so right. And I'm <laughs> excited to watch it. I have not watched the video yet. So I'm really excited to watch it, to learn how this experience has changed your life.
1: Yay. Yeah. It'll, it'll really tie things in beautifully. I think Sid. just in terms of Everything we haven't talked about, but also the things that we have talked about, you're just going to sit here nodding your head, like, "Yeah, I get it. That makes so much sense." While we had that conversation today, Got it. Got it. <laughs> so before we sign off, I do want to answer your other question: um, Why is the inner work important? Well, first of all, the whole reason of this conversation today was my perception of why the inner work is before, sorry, is important before, during, and after relationship. If you do not know the inner work again I do talk a lot about this in in the video but if you don't do it you are going to lose intentionality you're going to lose purpose and you're going to you're going to lose it whatever it is to you you're going to lose it and the only way to stay connected to yourself and to it is by doing the inner work so if you are looking for passion you are looking for purpose you're looking for determination drive you're you're missing that motivation Stop looking for it because it's inside of you. Literally, the answers are within. And without doing that inner work, you are so much more easily swayed, I want to say, into getting into autopilot, into getting into, oh my God, where did the past year go? So if you want intentionality, start focusing on you and you is just asking yourself questions. And- That's why it's important because without it, you're just going to be living a surface level, boring, vanilla life. And I don't know what you said, but I'm not here for it.
0: (laughs) I got full body chills. Like the way that you answered that question is on freaking point. Like, oh my God. Yes. There's nothing else for me to say. That is it. Do the inner work for that Mm -hmm. exact reason. Thank you so much, Angie, for sharing this experience and what you've moved through. And I think it's a reminder for all of us that like, we're going to have low moments because that's what encourages us to climb the mountain again. That's what encourages us to keep moving forward. Right. And, and it's what makes those highs feel so much better because we've lost track. We've lost our way. We feel let down, whether it's by our, from ourselves or from somebody else. So it's just that reminder that we're not trying to create a life to just have the highs, right. We learn Mm -hmm. from those low moments. So Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm really excited to see how this lesson carries you forward.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. And I know you said it earlier, Sid, but just reminding everyone else, watch the YouTube video because it is so good. Like I went very in depth, like I said about everything happens for a reason, in terms of the inner work, in terms of purpose. Like if you are feeling lost, confused, confused, uncertain and you just kind of need a little bit of, I need to see somebody else in that position, go see that video because that right there, I know is going to help somebody in some sort of way. And I, I think it will also further on this conversation. So if you wanted to have one of these connected conversations in your life, use myself video of how I spoke to myself or use the conversation that Sid and I had with each other, because it really does open a lot of perceptions and um, understanding of, of life in in itself, because life is confusing. I I really wish there was that manual.
0: I'm still looking for it. So I'm just going to create my own. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's a great point too. the reminder to go watch the video. Cause like I said, when we listen to somebody else speaking, it can often awaken our own aha moments. It can help Mm -hmm. us to connect dots in our own lives and it can open our perspective. So go watch the video. It's going to be uploaded. If it's not already already uploaded. It will be uploaded shortly on our YouTube channel. As we kind of sign off here for today's conversation, I just want to thank everyone who is listening for being here. And I want to thank those listeners who continue to listen to the podcast, even when we weren't uploading new episodes. You guys are the reasons why we've come back stronger than ever before. I mean, obviously, we love to have these conversations, just the two of us and learn more about each other to learn more about life but creating it in podcast form is because we want to share it with others. And so knowing that people have been listening and, uh, have been waiting for new episodes. Yeah. I think waiting is key. (laughs) Yeah. That, that encouraged us to get our our butts moving along here. So if you are new, subscribe, uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. Angie kind of runs our Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can also check out if you want to tap into our energy a little bit more. You want to learn more about what Angie does, learn more about what I do. The links are all in the description below. And as we leave you on this episode and we thank you for listening, I want to give a little bit of a teaser that next week's episode is going to be a check-in with me, Sydney. And I'm going to be talking all about embodying my higher self and how it takes patience and slowing down. Damn. I'm excited for this one. So, that's all we've got coming to you. Thank you everyone for listening. Give the episode or the podcast a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you Angie for sharing and we will love you and leave you. Bye everyone. Bye.